0: Hey guys, welcome to the...
1: (laughs) Great. Great start. Solid start.
0: Welcome to For the Love of Chad with Allison and Sarah. Hello everyone. We're so excited that you're joining us today. For our first episode, it's very exciting. Today's topic is Mama Didn't Mention This, and it's basically all the stuff we weren't prepared for in the dating world, but how could they possibly have prepared us such a crappy dating culture that it's turned into.
1: I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, for one, I'm so sick of hearing like all the speeches and all the advice that everyone wants to give you about how to date and how to get a boyfriend. Absolutely over it. And they think because we
0: have so many different ways to meet people and it's just a click of a button, it's like food delivery at this point, they think because there's so many options out there and so many ways to access it that we're just being too picky. And it's if they saw these options, I would rather go hungry. I don't want that food <laughs> delivery.
1: I don't want that food delivery. Yeah, no, I don't know why they think that just like millions of gems are just sitting out there like waiting to be discovered because that's absolutely not the case.
0: Yeah. And I know you get lectured a lot from your parents about how you're too picky and friends, family, everyone. Um, I mean, the
1: line like the you're too picky, like honestly, really annoys me. Like, I'm sorry, would you like me to have no standards at all? Would you like me to just walk outside and pick up some piece of garbage off the street? No, you absolutely don't want that. Because whoever that person is, is coming to your house for christmas and thanksgiving and all the holidays and you're gonna have to be around them for all of time so like don't you kind of want me to be picky like let me help you yeah like, i don't understand or hearing my parents constantly say well so-and-so's
0: son met his wife on match.com i'm like i paid for it I wasted so much money on it you should see the people that were trying to match with me and it's so many sugar daddies too maybe it's different from a guy's perspective but I mean I'm 30 years old and I think I am primed for sugar baby I thought that was like 18 years old and apparently not I'm like oh I'm a sugar baby I'm so cool and then I'm like looking at my
1: age and I'm like okay okay do you are you technically a sugar baby I mean I don't even know There's so many sites now above and beyond like your standard Tinder, Bumble, whatever. There's one like seeking arrangement or something. You literally just get on there in search of a sugar daddy. I'm sorry. Is this like something that enough people are desiring to be that this is an entire app? Like, is this what you want me to do? Do you want me to lower my standards and like join one of these? I absolutely don't think so. I decided
0: I was going to go on one of these apps and it's for millionaires and good looking people and somehow I got got accepted (laughs) but (laughs) I didn't send them my income they asked for your income They ask for it and that like, it's only for like millionaires. And if you put your income, you have to verify and show your tax returns and everything. But I somehow was able to get in by saying undisclosed. And if enough members like you, then you're in. So I had like all of these like 70 year old men asking me if they want, if they could take me on vacation. And I didn't reply to any mom. Don't worry. Nobody was replied to (laughs) But here I am, I'm like, let me just throw in another app. Let me just try this out. But I was, like, getting so tired of hearing you're too picky. So I let my mom go on my hinge. I let her go on my hinge. And, That's bold. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I sh- they have to learn
1: somehow, Sarah. Throw them in the deep end, okay? I guess. But, like, I don't trust the riffraff. I think my parents would attempt oh. to dig up out of this app. It didn't take a lot
0: of digging. It was right there on the surface <laughs> waiting for Mama Jane. And what Mama Jane found was a whole lot of something. You swipe once. You got a face tattoo. That's fine. Okay, sure. You swipe the second time. There is a man spread ego with speedo, like just everything. And she's like, I've seen enough. Okay, I, I get it now. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. This is what I'm working with in 2021. I mean, maybe that's what I need to do because last time I was home, I got this great lecture. And I think my most favorite line from the lecture was you're only interested in dating someone that looks like a bachelor contestant. I'm sorry. Number one, have you seen any of the men that I've ever brought home? Do any of them (laughs) look like they could be on the bachelor? No, they don't. So you already know that that's absolutely false. Number two, Maybe I should just let them get on and see like the people that I've spoken to because I think I have already lowered the standards as low as they can possibly go before just you know you'd rather all just die alone at that yeah, point. Yeah I mean absolutely like I said previously I'm not just going to like go pick up some piece of trash on the street but I also think that leads into the line that everybody get oh like you just don't want a nice guy or like you oh like how do you know maybe one of them could be a nice guy do you know how many dates I've been on do you do you know how long we've been trying this and how many people I've met up with I am giving everyone a college try not everyone I mean there are many people we're not giving a college try but I got you I mean the net is pretty wide and it's just not happening no and It's like,
0: okay, you think we have better options now, but more options and more ways to access our options. But let's like compare pre-dating apps with post-dating apps. Like before you could go to a bar and you can meet somebody. Now, when I go out to a bar, everybody's just swiping on their phones, looking for somebody. I'm like, no, just interact with me. And I, it's not like I wait for a guy to approach me. I'm a confident woman. I'll go up to them, whatever. But people are so in their phones that it's like, how am I
1: supposed to know who's an engaging person that I want to even approach? I mean, 100%. And who, if you did approach them, like is actually looking for a relationship or she's like looking to take you home for one night. Also not trying to do that, like on the reg. Yeah, because if you don't want to go home with them, they just do a little clickety
0: click on their phone and they can find somebody new.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you talk about dating like in high school or in college, both of those times for us were like really before the apps. You were really just dating in your pool, whoever was around you. Like in high school, you're dating whoever is at your high school. If you're lucky, you know somebody at a neighboring high school and you can expand the pool a little bit, but pretty much you're just kind of all fighting over like the same group of guys.
0: And I constantly was in a relationship until we got to the dating apps. then it's like, all of a sudden I can't find anybody. But before then I went to all girls high school. I talked to one boy, all of a sudden I was in a relationship with him for four years. I went to college. I talked to a few boys and then I chose one and then all of a sudden in in a relationship there. And I didn't realize like how, and I get the dating environment is different in high school and college than it is out in the real world because you're just surrounded with the people your age and it's not a realistic environment. But I didn't realize like how good I had it when I was in a relationship in college and every, and Tinder started coming out or senior year. And all the girls were like swiping, meeting people. I'm like, wow, there are so many catches out there and they have access to them like none other. I was like, what lucky gals. And I would just say, wow, I wish
1: I could go on a Tinder bender. What? What? That was like the absolute last thing I would like to do.
0: Like I'd rather pluck my eyelashes out one at a time. If I could go back in time and slap the crap out of that younger self who said she would enjoy going on Tinder rather than the environment she was in.
1: Yeah, dear God, the grass is always greater for sure. No, it isn't. But I think now with Tinder and Bumble and Hinge and all of these things, we've all kind of like developed this idea that like, I can do bigger and better. Mm -hmm. Why would anyone settle? With a click of a finger, you can get on and look through hundreds and hundreds of people within any size radius that you would like. And now everyone just thinks, I don't need to date or like pursue anything that's here. Or put effort into anything. I feel like... I'm very picky, sure,
0: if you want to call it that. But if I meet you and I like you, I am willing to put in the effort. I feel like no guy is willing to put in the effort. Because it's like, why put all this effort into something why pour all this water on this beautiful grass when you can go out and meet somebody new and it's something fresh and fun and it's not something like you're trying to develop and put effort into and work through problems with nobody wants to work through any problem what are my Hmm. problems what did I want you to text me more than once every three days
1: that's my problem you should be so lucky exactly or like commit no one wants to commit because it's like you know what they're you're sitting there thinking well maybe like my dream girl is sitting there on tinder or sitting there on bumble or sitting there on hinge and like why would i commit to like this when there's so many options well now it's like you're overwhelmed you know it's what they say when you go try on wedding dresses if you try on like three to five and you find one that you love just stick with it the more you try on the more you start to second guess the one that you actually liked you get buyers you trying get buyers
0: on. paralysis, buyers yeah. pra- paralysis from over analysis. That is the dating scene right now. people. <laughs> what a lie. That is the dating scene. <laughs> and there's all these different modes of communication. Now you can communicate through the dating apps. You've got texting, you've got FaceTime, you've got calls you oh I mean sure you can write letters but who really does that I'm just saying there are so many different ways to communicate with people and so if you're not getting a text like what like once every few days like that's it I'm way too lenient when it comes to that because it literally there's
1: no effort
0: it's not like it's a phone call you can literally just text somebody and people right. don't even
1: want to put in that effort no I'm you're already looking at your phone we're quarantined. We all know you are not going to work outside of your home. You're sitting at home in your little grout fit and your L.L. Bean slippers scrolling through your phone. Anyway, take a minute, pause from your bar stool videos and send a text. It takes all of two seconds. Or you know what? If you don't want to send a text to someone that you're talking to, then stay off the apps too. Like you're just, it's mindless activity. You must choose the best
0: is when they're like, oh, sorry, I was so busy. Or, oh, sorry, I didn't have my phone. Or, oh, my phone was broken. I'm like, really? Your phone was broken? Because you were sending Snap stories all night. You were adding them to your, like, main page. Like, at least be discreet about it. At least be subtle about it. Every day, it's like, hey, guys, this is what I'm having for breakfast. Hey, guys, this is what I'm having for lunch. And it's like, come
1: on. 100%. I mean, I totally, though, understand, like, not texting a girl when you're out with your friends, but then just just say it. Just be mm-hmm. open before you go. I'm and going I out with even. my friends. I'm not going to text you tonight, talk to you in the morning. Fine by me. I don't if, want to talk to you when I'm out with my friends either. So feelings are mutual. If you say you're going out with your friends, I do
0: not expect a call. No. Do. No. I like you hang out. It, that's healthy. Go hang out with your bros. Go. If there's girls there. Okay, that's fine. I know I'm flyer. I know
1: I'm flyer. (laughs) I'm not concerned. No. Like, just be straightforward. Yeah. You bring up Snapchat, though. And Snapchat, to me, might be the absolute most annoying form of communication that has ever Mm -hmm. been created. I can handle the DMs. I mean, now that you can delete the DMs, a little shady. But, like, Snapchat, the fact that it disappears after you send it and view it. I'm sorry. Like, could we stoop any lower that you Mm -hmm. can just send all this crap that you can pretend never happened because there's no proof of it anywhere. When guys post their Snapchat
0: username on dating apps before they even talk to you, Mm. that's an automatic no. Like, I know what you want. I know what you want. I'm not interested. Yeah, you want the you up selfie at three in the morning. Oh, yeah. And then I was unhinged, and I was talking to somebody and like what, three sentences that were exchanged between the two of us. And then all of a sudden he asked for my Snapchat and I said, are you serious? I'm not giving you my Snapchat. And he was like, well, why not? And I said, I don't use Snapchat. If, I know what Snapchat's for. If you want that kind of activity from me, you can subscribe to my fans only. Or is it only fans?
1: the fact that you don't even know i mean well
0: i think i said it correctly to him and he okay. died because that was pretty hysterical you know <laughs> um but uh, let me just clarify i don't have an only fans account okay not yet not yet about it i thought about, it. I thought I'd about on some pictures with my feet mama wasn't having it <laughs> <laughs> she's like you know, what What are people going to do with pictures of your feet? I was like, I don't know. Look at them. She's like, no, that's pervy stuff. Think about it. Just think about it real hard. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll refrain. I'll refrain. I guess it's not all podiatrists trying to study the feet. <laughs> and no, then people not. say like, oh, Allison, maybe you're too picky. And maybe you're just going too young. Like, okay, to be fair, most of the people that I find attractive are 23 years old. I don't know. It's something wrong with me. There's some, my God, I I know, I know. And I think maybe, maybe they're 27, maybe they're 28 and uh, they're usually 22, 23. So that's a problem Um, that
1: I'm the jump roper. The professional jump roper? Oh my gosh, there's a
0: really cute, guys, there's a really cute (laughs) jump roper. All of a sudden, he showed up on my Instagram feed and he was just kicking ass with the jump rope and he was looking so good doing it. I'm like, do I slide into this man's DM? And then I think I Googled him and what he was like, 19. And I was like, "Mm, okay, Allison, like fall
1: back, fall back, girl, fall back. I mean, I have a strict no more than four years younger than me.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm doing now. But visually, before I know the age, I usually am drawn to the younger ones. And the younger ones are drawn to me. (laughs) I've been out at bars. (laughs) And I had this guy talking to me. And I'm like, he kind of looks like an infant. I don't know. I'm like, wow, everybody looks so young here. And he goes, yeah, it's awesome. Like, they're not IDing here. And I was like, how old are you? And he's like, oh he's like,
1: my God, like
0: 22. But everybody I'm with is like 19. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm like 30. So uh, bye. <laughs> and I've had younger ones also come up to me. And I'm like, how old are you? They're like 21. I'm like, you shouldn't have told me that. I am basically a decade older than you. Literally. And this is what the man said to me. That's okay. I'm into MILFs. I'm and sorry. Shot to the heart.
1: Literally, no. I'm like,
0: first of all, I'm not a mom. I'm not old enough to be a mom. And then, so, all like, of a maybe sudden, you are. Then I reflect, <laughs> and I'm like, all my friends are moms.
1: God, it's weird.
0: It really, uh, kind of stung deep. But then wow. on the on the flip side, I'm like, okay, let me try to go older. I've gone older, and you're yeah. all super douchey. And it's like, if you are. if you were past the age of 30 in chicago more likely than not you have chosen to live that life yeah you are what i call a forever bachelor you have a fear of commitment you have no desire for commitment and this Mm -hmm. might not be the case for everyone Mm -hmm. but this is what i've seen so it's like okay am i wrong to go younger I don't know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little wrong to go younger, but.
1: I mean, you could like, you can go a little, but like I said, I'm, I have a hard cutoff at four years, but I think that I really developed this four year rule when I was living in Boston and I had gone out to a bar and I was like vibing with this man. He's very cute. And I'm like, maybe he will come home with me tonight. Maybe he won't. Undecided. So we're like going to the bar and I'm course, like you're going to. Get all the free booze that you can out of the man, at least until you decide what you're going to do with him. And I was like, oh, like when you go up there, are you going to get me a beer? And he was like, yeah, sure. But can you tell me how to close a tab? I go, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I do what? He was like, I've i I'm not, I've never done this before. Like, can you tell me how to close a tab? I was like, I'm not even going to ask how old you are. Because I'm sure I'm going to be mortified. So just let me handle this. I literally went up to the bartender. I was like, I asked for the man's last name. Went up to the bartender. I was like, I need to close the tab for insert man's last name. Ordered myself three additional Bud Lights on the man's card, handed the card back to him, and I was like, we cannot ever speak again.
0: Oh my gosh. That's horrifying.
1: Um You've off. never closed a tab before. Never. I'm sorry. But I'm also going
0: to, I'm going to say something that's going to shake you a bit. Oh boy. I don't like when people pay for my drinks unless I'm like interested in you, unless I'm actually interested in you and want to engage. If you want to buy me a drink, sure. But I'm always also buying the drink. Or, like, if a man even lets me, like, squeeze in in front of him in a busy bar, crowded bar, I'm like, wow, that was so nice of you. Let me me put your drink on
1: my tab. Oh, my God, you're way too nice.
0: If I'm not interested... I cannot accept the drink. I feel too uncomfortable, and then I'm so bad at saying no too. So, a if I'm bad at saying no, and then they've given me stuff, I, it makes it that much harder
1: to walk away. Well, I think it kind of depends. So, like, if I was like sipping like thirteen dollar espresso martinis, I would feel like a little bad. But if a man would like to buy me a three dollar Bud Light, who am I to say no? I mean, three dollars. Getting a, a three dollar Bud Light. That that doesn't Nashville. <laughs> but also, I mean, isn't $3 essentially like the wage gap between men and women? So you kind of, you owe me the bed Light for being yeah. a man. Yeah. So Do that's how part. I see it. Do your part. <laughs> 75 cents to the dollar. So I'm fine with it. Am I going to let him buy, one guy buy me drinks all night? No, like I'm not going to drain the poor guy for everything that he's worth. But like, again, if you'd like to hand me one beer, so be it. You know, who am I? Yeah. Live it up. Live it up. But, like, with large purchases, like meals, or, like, other things, like, I do feel bad. Like, I'm not over here just being a huge brat. But, like, like I said, if you'd like to hand me a Bud Light, so be it. Cuzzle it up. (laughs) (laughs) But I do hate, I will say this, I hate when a man buys you a shot. Unless you've already, like, pre-discussed that you're going to take shots together. Do not buy, No. I know what you're doing. And, like,
0: the only shot I Who want is. will take shots anymore? I mean, if it's a buttery nipple. <laughs> <laughs> Those shots are good.
1: Disgusting. Unless it's straight tequila, I'm not taking it.
0: Yeah. I'm not a big shot, girl. I'm more of a am not either. Claw, a truly. Give but me like... some vodka soda.
1: Yeah. But,
0: like, ugh, the days of being at a bar. Take me back. I know. I miss it let's talk about stalking the profiles now we're going we're still on that pre and post and now we're post dating apps well not post we're in it we are in the thick of it the thick it's the only way to do it now I was honestly is I was doing virtual speed dating and I'm like what has my life come to I mean we could do a whole episode on my virtual speed dating you we for sure could
1: I just don't know what else you're supposed to do to be honest
0: but when we were going out with people, we would stalk those profiles before we would even have a conversation. Sure. And,
1: and if you that, didn't, you were kind of an idiot. And you're like setting yourself up for a bad time. Like if you go out with a guy and you had a shit time and you knew nothing about him going in, like maybe you should have done a little bit more research. Maybe you would have known what you were getting yourself into. And that's probably
0: also why we're still single because we, we looked at people's profile. We got They're their doing whole it family us, history. Though. That's what I, I mean. Think. I'm not going on like
1: ancestry.com, but like any like readily oh, available information. I mean, information. maybe,
0: maybe <laughs> I've looked through everything. It's so awkward. Like, okay, so you go, you're stalking someone, right? You They ask you on a date, or they don't even ask you on a date. You just match, and you're like, yeah. I'm going to find out everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say they ask you on a date. And you're stalking the profile. I know your mom's name, your grandpa's name, your dad's name. I know that you've come from divorced parents. I know your sisters. I know their ages. I was like, okay, so I know you're what, going a
1: little deeper than me.
0: I know what you got last year for Christmas. Like, I know the whole kit and caboodle. <laughs> oh, like, of my God. It. And so when you go on these dates and you're stalking these people and you're like, okay, they're not a murderer. And let me just, I know I went down the rabbit hole. But now when I'm actually in the date, It's like, oh, they're asking, do you have any siblings? I'm like, yeah, I've got two sisters, middle child then I have to pretend like I don't already know and I'm like so do you have any siblings they're like yeah I'm like oh sister brother how old and then I was like so what do you do for work I already know your last five year employment history I know your dreams and aspirations at this point I probably
1: know your salary okay I try not to look at that but this is (laughs) the girl who joined the app where she had to state her salary (laughs) Hey, I
0: put undisclosed.
1: Classy. Keep it yeah. a little
0: mysterious. Yeah, you
1: know, got to leave something to the imagination. But the
0: awkwardness of pretending you don't know about this person. And so I I'm bad at pretending and so I often would say I actually already knew that.
1: You do not <laughs> say that to them. Yes. Allison.
0: And you know what? I think they find it adorable.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, like see, I don't go that deep because I don't want that to happen because so, I've made the mistake where I have gone too deep. And then I don't know, we're talking about going on vacation or something. And then you're like, oh, my God, like, how is Mexico when like they have not yet told you yeah. that they went to Mexico? So
0: then then I like just it gets clean. weird fast. Yeah, that's why you just you come clean. You say, hey, you know what? Being a woman this day and age, it's a scary place. I had to stalk you. And you know what? I went down a rabbit hole. Can you blame me?
1: <laughs> that is wild. I don't... I honestly don't think I could say that to somebody.
0: Well, I would get... I like, mean, like,
1: maybe later once I, like, really knew them, but not in the first I just get dead. so
0: nervous before meeting people that I would stalk them. And then it was giving me that paralysis to not go out with them. It was too much. It was information overload. So a lot of the times I would like cancel or like just ghost them, stop responding. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, maybe I won't, maybe I won't dig into these people. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'll just have like their first name. I won't even have their cell phone, nothing. And I tried that a couple of times. And one of the guys that I did that with, he shows up and he's like a total hippie. He just keeps talking about weed and that's fine. Like people smoke weed. Yeah. That's whatever. I don't care. And then he starts going into all these other drugs. And I'm like, oh, wow. You seem to be really into drugs. And he's like, yeah, I did a try a new drug every Tuesday. So every Tuesday was try a new drug. And then he starts going into what these drugs do to you and so he's like like a play-by-play so he like that I was he's like yeah I really love acid all this other stuff Mm. but Mm. that's that's the kind of date I get when I don't stalk so I mean you could call me crazy for stalking but I've tried it the other way around and it hasn't worked in my favor I
1: know it's a catch-22 it's like you have to find like a stable balance of information that you could find that like but I think you can go too far yeah because I mean, I feel- there's definitely been times where I've found their LinkedIn, obviously in privacy mode, and then you're out on a date and they flat out lie to you about their profession. And it's like, sir, I like, haven't had that you happen. do not work there. No, per Link- I, you don't say this, but I'm like, per LinkedIn, that's absolutely not what you do for a living. So I'm I close. mean,
0: I would probably say that.
1: <laughs> I mean, you just like, don't talk to them again. <laughs> but no, I don't know. I don't, it's hard. And
0: this summer, I kept getting hit with a lot of catfish, and it was such bad profiles. It was very obvious they were catfish. But here's the super, super famous basketball player, and he starts hitting me up on Hinge. He's very famous. He plays, he's not a bench warmer, he plays. <laughs> And so we're in a group chat, Sarah and I, with a couple of our other friends. And I've been telling them, oh, there's so many catfishes. I think that once quarantine hit, a lot of the younger kids got a little bored. And I think that they were making fake profiles. So I sent a screenshot of this guy. And I said, oh, maybe I'm getting catfished again as a joke. So what do my friends do? They start immediately after we've just exchanged a few sentences, going to his profile, and following him. And I am Mm. all over all of their profiles, by the way. And Mm. all of our profiles say what school we went to. He immediately blocks me. Oh, no. I could have been in a relationship with a very famous basketball player, you know, living that casual life, not getting into the celebrity life, you know, just living normal lives as celebrities, but, you know,
1: also normal people. But then I just think it goes back to like the f- friends that you're speaking of are most likely in a relationship and they just like do not understand the struggle and the proper social etiquette when it comes to <laughs> what we do and do not do on social media when stalking a man. I am yeah. like, I don't blame them. It's not their fault. They don't know the proper rules <laughs> of what we need to do. <laughs> hey, when your, starts talking when your friend starts
0: talking to a guy. Before she even meets him, do not go and no. follow them on their social yeah, media. Yeah, don't follow, but you should take a look-see. Yeah,
1: With the hands I mean, of a surgeon, as I like to say. Yeah. Very daintily scrolling. Don't double tap on no, anything. Ain't no double taps. No Facebook friending. They, they did no apologize. Instagram. They said, well, crap, we, we screwed up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it probably wouldn't have lasted, guys. Don't worry. I mean, you know,
1: <laughs> you never know, but... I think also part of the like stalking. So I feel like Tinder was like really the first app that came out that like everyone was really on and like everyone was like openly talking about on Tinder. It's like a two-way messaging street. Okay. Mm -hmm. So depending on your like etiquette, some girls, you know, would wait for like a guy to message them first. Sometimes a girl would message them first, whatever. But like you could at least like wait for the guy to message you. So then some geniuses are like, you know what, so that you don't feel like you're getting, you know, creeped on and like bombarded with messages that you don't want. Let's create Bumble. Let's create an app where the man cannot message you first and you have to do all the work. It's like in some senses, that's very empowering. And I very much like appreciate the thought that went into that. On the other hand, did these people not anticipate the like constant shame that we are going to experience by messaging all of these men that then A, don't respond to you or B, come back to you with this absolutely like ludicrous, like judgmental asshole response. I'm sorry, you're not doing any work over here. So do not sass me. See, I have very, um. some might
0: say misplaced confidence. And I refuse to accept defeat. And so if I don't get a message, I just say, he was intimidated by my beauty. Or I say, he's- Does that help you sleep at night? Or he's one of those guys who doesn't check his phone. And he's going to be kicking himself when he sees I'm expired. I'm He missed his chance to talk to mm-hmm. me. And- I, to this day, whatever anybody else says, I believe this in my heart of hearts. Do you actually? Yeah.
1: (laughs) You, how?
0: 100% possibly. Girl, I'm not even on Bumble all the time checking. I'm I'm not either. I will decide to believe that if somebody doesn't choose to talk to me, it's because they didn't see that I was available to talk to. That is, I will die on
1: that sword. Well, good for you. I don't feel that everyone feels the same, and people are probably very envious of that opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people might say it's misplaced confidence, but it's been there since the day I was born.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a way to be. Very jealous. But then, I don't know. I think that I, I do feel strongly that I have like some level of self-awareness. Where it's like you know. Am I sitting here saying looks wise? I am a ten out of ten. You're no. pretty
0: fine. You're no, pretty fine. I'm.
1: But like again, I understand that like you could do much better in that arena. But you know, personality top notch. Ten so out like, of ten. Yeah, for sure. So like, I am much more charming in person. So like, people with big personalities, I feel that maybe are not like you know a model like it's very hard sometimes to like really convey your personality via text like I'm a good time to be around like a I have good a lot time. of friends you hear that voice <laughs>
0: she is a good time
1: but like I feel like it's really hard to like really like yeah like, come across Just showcase yourself yeah I feel like it's so much about looks and your photos I feel like everyone's going off your photos I don't even feel like people necessarily even read what you write oh my prompts are freaking bomb like I, I said- mean mine are good as well but like on hinge like have you ever really looked at like how many likes you get on your comments like versus your photos
0: all oh, everybody loves commenting on the photo, fo- on oh. the
1: comments oh see I am all photos
0: girl okay so this is what we're gonna do we're gonna make hinge profiles for each other oh this
1: could be a great experiment i episode
0: i am like i feel like i am so good at the prompts and everybody wants to engage with my questions or with my comments because you're like this is so weird i'm going to just see how this rides out maybe they're not even interested but they want to see what's gonna happen they want to get on this train and see where it's going so i think but like are there people on the train I mean, choo-choo, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but I am on every single dating app. Okay, right? Yeah, same. I'm on that like, millionaire Luxy thing. I'm on Tinder. I'm on Hinge. I'm on Bumble. I'm on Coffee Meets Bagel. I'm on Match. No, not Match. They, they took my money. They ran with it. I'm never <laughs> going back. And I'm on OKCupid. Plenty okay, of fish. Plenty of fish. Oh my gosh, that has turned in. That feels like an OnlyFans. You get paid. People pay to like watch you. And no it's way. like, it's, it's a video streaming. They've merged with another company. Mm. And so there's the dating part. But then if you flip to the next tab, all of a sudden you see all these people who are online and you click on who's online. And I, I couldn't be on there for more than 0.3 seconds. Cause I got too scared. You could click on there and it's like an Instagram live where they can see all the people chiming in and people will send you money. And oh when I, yeah, when I was furloughed and I was out of work, and I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to appear on the screen and just talk to myself. And if anybody wants to engage or throw me a couple bucks my way, like who am I to stop them? But I did not because some I felt a little icky, but it's not off the table. It's not off the table, but I'm just saying things are getting, the dating apps are getting sketchier. Yeah, they're getting weird. You know what I kind of regret now is I have a lot of people who try to set me up with their friends and I passed every single time because I'm like, if things go south, I don't want that awkwardness. With between me and my friend or them and, my, and, and them and my friend, if we ever were in a group setting again, like I don't I don't want there to be that awkwardness. Now I'm like that probably was the best way for me to meet somebody was through mutual friends. Now all these people are probably taken.
1: Yeah, it's a valid thought, but I think that also can get messy fast, like you said. Yeah. God forbid that you have a different opinion of them than what your friend has. Mm -hmm. How are you supposed to convince or tell your friend that you're not interested in them when your friends over here? Oh, they're the best guy. Like they're so great. I mean, I have done that before. I have gone on a date with a mutual friend and it didn't go well. I mean, he was nice enough. I definitely, he was someone I could have been friends with and I could have pursued a friendship with. And that is kind of the direction that I went with it. And he was absolutely so offended that I did not want any sort of romantic kimono to the relationship. And then it was so awkward after that. And he just made me out to be like Cruella DeVille. And, sir. Sorry, Cruella didn't want another puppy on her hands. I just, you can't force the romantic part. I was not rude to you. I definitely said we could have been friends. We could have continued to hang out and, and go in the same circles, but don't think you the badmouth me to my friends just because I don't wanna sleep with you. The I, I'm sorry, the it's ego. how it is. Just remember
0: people, go to the bathroom, look in the mirror, and say, I'm a hot <laughs> bitch. That's all you gotta do.
1: You, you need that do. ego
0: boost? That's all you need to do. Somebody doesn't want to go on a date with you, that's okay. Just look in the mirror. I once I once went on a date with this guy, and I really enjoy sarcasm, right?
1: Oh, same. It's pretty much exclusively how I communicate.
0: Oh, yes. But then I was, like, confusing this guy's just, like, complete rudeness with sarcasm. I wasn't picking up how rude he was. And we're on this date, and he's telling me, um, he just is like, how'd you get that outfit? I was like, oh, yeah, I, am like, I I wore a sweater because I'm cold. And he's like, yeah, it looks like you got it from underneath your bed, like, far in the back. It looks like a grandma. Shut, Shut up. up. It's like a grandma sweater. Yeah. So he says this to me and I'm like laughing because I'm like, huh, funny joke. I don't care at this point. Yeah. And we go on another. we go like to spot number two and we have dinner, cheap barbecue dinner, whatever. And he asked me to pull up my Instagram or something. And he's like, yeah, you're much cuter in the pictures. And he's like, you're much cuter in the photos. Like I was surprised when I saw you. And I'm like, what? what i thought that my photos are a pretty accurate description of what i look like i was like i make sure that on my dating profile i don't do any filtered photos because yeah. i want to I, I don't want to surprise them when i see them mm-hmm. and i went to the bathroom and i was like wow well, allison are you not as hot as you once thought you were are you not as good looking as you once thought you were i go to the bathroom i look in the mirror i'm like no you still a hot bitch <laughs> And I think it was like that Napoleon, like what is oh, that Napoleon complex. complex? I think that he was insecure with himself. And I think that because he was insecure with himself, he was trying to make me feel less secure about myself so that I would feel good enough to be with this, like, what, like, four,
1: rated four guy? Like, no, I see, I, I see right through you. I love that you always take the high road with everything. You're like, oh, it couldn't possibly be about me. Could not possibly be a flaw with me. I am a 10 and you would be so lucky to speak to me, to look at me, to do whatever. You don't ever think it's a reflection of you.
0: No, I like literally was like I think he feels so bad about himself that he wants me to feel less than so that I feel worthy to be with him and I don't really see the complete trash that is in front of me. So then at the end of that date, he um, he says, "So are you going back to my place?" And I said, "No, I'm getting in an Uber." And he said, "Just so you know, if you don't go back to my place, I'm never gonna see you again." And I just... Fine by
1: me, pal. Fine by me.
0: I laughed so hard. And as I'm walking in the Uber, still laughing my ass off. I said, I don't give a fuck. And I just drove off.
1: Oh my God.
0: So these are the fun little experiences we have. I just, I feel so jaded with these dating apps. I'm going to need to spice it up. I think I'm going to need to go on TikTok. And people are promoting these like dates... Oh, here's my brother. He's a really great guy. You should go out with him, like taking applications now. I think I might have to do that, except I will be promoting myself. It will be like a single billboard of Allison on TikTok. And I'll you just definitely to, do that. I'll have to let you guys know because they say the definition of crazy is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting something and,
1: and expecting a different outcome. And aren't you, like, a little concerned about the riffraff that you're going to drag up from there? Here's the thing. I'm bored,
0: okay? I'm bored. I'm jaded. I need something to kick me in the ass. Okay. And um, I'm thinking maybe there's – I have zero friends on TikTok, so I'm thinking maybe it's not going to go as viral. (laughs) But but we'll see. Um, If there's riffraff, then at least I'll get a good story for you guys. You know, at this point,
1: it's all about the story. Mm -hmm. Do it for the podcast. Are we actually going to find a connection with anyone or are we just going to continue to create a culmination of stories? Hard to say. Hard to say.
0: And maybe the person listening is in a relationship and they can live vicariously through our random dating efforts. Or maybe they're single and they're like, hmm, maybe I'll try a different outlet uh, for dating. And I can let you know what worked and what didn't, but likely nothing will work. But at least you will know you don't need to put your eggs in those baskets.
1: Yeah. Let us help you.
0: Let us help you.
1: Let us go through all of this, all the failures first, and then we'll just alleviate that for you. Call me Sunday Allison.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's just what we're going to have to do. Yeah.
1: The gals you didn't know you needed. That's us. And this was our first podcast.
0: So I think we're we're going to learn as we go. I think 100%. we're going to keep getting better the more we we carry on. And we just hope that you all kind of stick with us, carry on with us. We're going to keep talking about our bad dating stories. but we're we have gonna, a lot. Oh, we're going to dig into those We've awkward had some dating stories. We've bad
1: bad dates but also you will be saying to yourself how will they ever go on a date again and you know you just pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you try again
0: we put our pants on one leg at a time Mm -hmm. that's right and we swipe one swoosh at a time
1: (laughs) one swipe at a time
0: we also have embarrassing childhood stories or Mm -hmm. awesome childhood stories we have a lot of random things to share yeah And we also have a lot of different takes on trending topics. So we'll continue to carry on with that. And we enjoyed talking with you all. Thanks for tuning in to For the Love of Chad. And just try to stay clear as much as you can with all those chats out there. Can't wait to see you soon.